G'day and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast. Hey, it is great to have you here listening in today. My name is Lockie and I'm the host of this experience. And really my job is to help guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message so that you can grow in your faith all throughout the week. Now this week I sit down with Riley Brown who gave us part four of the You've Got Style series. We actually wrapped up this series that's based around our personal way of connecting with God. And today we talk about how we can actually fight for unity, not uniformity within the church. So listen in for a great conversation, talking about how we can actually best serve the body of Christ or the church, and how we can be students rather than critics this week when it comes to our own personal way of connecting with God. Hey, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Well, Riley, on a day where Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp has just crashed and the world doesn't know what to do with themselves, the only thing that remains is the Beyond the Message podcast. And True. And we it's love the only thing that people can go to, isn't it? I know. I wonder if people. I wonder if people were like, you know, just going for their morning scroll and thought, oh, what do I do now? And they just thought, I've been meaning to check out, check out the podcast. So if that's you, welcome. Um, actually, well, this would be. Uh, coming at it you know after things have shut down but um if you've seen a previous episode and you're you're now coming back for a second or third go uh, welcome um i hope the the uh social media lockdown serve you well that's it and again i don't know what was whatsapp down as well uh i don't think anyone in australia uses whatsapp so So (laughs) if you use whatsapp let us know i don't know anyone that uses it Oh, tell me if I'm wrong. Anyone who's like friends of the show, tell me if I'm if I'm wrong here too, Lock. But like WhatsApp, I feel like WhatsApp's kind of used for like your big family group chats. If it's like both sides of the family or like, again, I'm trying to think of the context. Strictly both sides of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sharing family recipes or something. I feel like that's what WhatsApp's kind of context, it, context yeah. is, at least from my point of view and my age. I have WhatsApp only for one contact and that was a uh, a, a man I met during lockdown and we'd walk around Griffin together and oh. uh, he's back in India now and we communicate via WhatsApp. Um, the native, the native uh, communication platform and it's great. There you go. Not great when it crashes though. No, but that's you know right. That's consistent. Right. To be on the, message, be on the message podcast. And I'm so excited today because we're wrapping up a series called You've Got Style. We're in part four and um, Riley, we'll do a bit of a recap and just kind of, you know, how we got to this point. But yeah. You know, I found there's been some really good engagement um, in this series. It's really great to have that when um, when we've had those, you know, those kind of like personality style profiles for people to do and to really track along with it. So again, if you're coming in at this point, uh, this is one where it's like it's worth going through the whole series and um, and really like tracking with what we've been talking about because some of the ideas. While you could listen to this this um this podcast or this, um, you know, beyond at home and, and kind of understand it's just best in context in this series. Cause there's a lot of homework for us to do, but Riley, I just love the ideas that you've proposed um, in the last couple of weeks. You've done a great job with this series, but I just wonder to start, could we just talk about a bit of a recap of this series? How do we get to the point where we're talking about being a student, not a critic talking about fighting for unity, not uniformity. Cause I think there's some great concepts we could talk yeah. about today. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a journey look. Um, I think you've navigated us through it so well with CP on the podcast too. It's been awesome, at least of like a Beyond Sunday experience, having Perco along as well. Um, but it has been a journey. So we kind of kicked everything off to kind of summarize it into like a four-part kind of series. Um, we kicked everything off by just saying, hey, you've got style. You've got your own way of connecting with people. You've got your own way of connecting with the world, but also 
ultimately we believe you've got your own way of connecting with God too. Um, but there's kind of that tension that we're trying to address of like some people when it comes to connecting with God, we feel like we're not doing it right. Or maybe we've done it before and it just wasn't working. Um, so we really wanted to just give you a little bit of a perspective, maybe some tools and really help you understand maybe what your natural lean is to actually go about connecting with God. So you have a starting point to really um, taking, yeah, taking on this relationship of getting to know more about your heavenly father and more about other people, more about yourself throughout the rest of your life. So that was part one. Hey, there's no cookie cutter template to connecting with God. You've got your own way about it. We talked about leveraging your own style. And when we were talking about style, we were talking about your spiritual pathways. And that's why we flick people to the website. And I know you've been doing that too, like www.beyondchurch.com.au slash style, where you can do a spiritual pathways assessment and look at some of those nine different spiritual pathways um, that might help you or that really paint a picture of how you might go about connecting with God. We said that's your style. And then we talked about some staples. So these are like the things that when you open your pantry at home, you got your non-perishables, your rice. I can't think of any other non-perishables, Lock. Uh, we um, have Oreos always, always. Yeah, Oreos. They're a staple. Oreos are a staple. But if you think about your pantry and the staples you want in your pantry when it comes to connecting with God, we talked about two things across part two and part three. We talked about prayer, um, that God wants you know, just wants your heart's attention. He doesn't want your perfection um, in when it comes to connecting with him and how you can go about leveraging your style and then the staple of prayer together to connect with God. And then uh, we also looked at how to make sense and how to read your Bible and that being a staple way of connecting with God as well, which all kind of built up or really took us to the journey of, of part four, uh, which was, hey, another staple, our final staple, what does unity look like within the church that we can actually go about connecting with God uh, by connecting with those within uh, the community of the body of Christ is what we were kind of talking about, um, which can be a funny word because it's like, what's the body of Christ? But really we're talking about the church um, and then how at the end of the day, like we can actually connect with one another and our weaknesses, though we all have our own strengths. There's not this one way that we have to do everything, but the church is actually the goal of the church is about unity and not uniformity. Um, and at the end of the day, that this is a staple that we can really lean into uh, to do exactly what we were talking about earlier, learn more about ourselves, learn more about others, and also learn more and connect with our Heavenly Father. Yeah, it's so good. I want to kind of just pause over that for a second because we're going to talk about how unity differs from uniformity. And I, um, yeah, I guess if I've got anything out of this series, it's, it's that like we, we do need to embrace our uniqueness and that we're all um, just like I guess that's kind of a primary school lesson in a way of like I remember in grade one learning about like you know God and everything it was like oh we're all created you know individually and God loves us but it actually comes around like this lesson comes around in such a deeper level when we talk about leveraging who we are and and how we connect with God to then serve and to to best give ourselves to um you know not just the church but to to God and and I really you know I got a lot out of that um, and I want to, again, just talk about like, how, do, how does unity, I want to ask you, Riley, like, how does unity differ from uniformity and why does that matter, especially in the context of the church? Mm. Well, I think when we, we look at unity, like, again, we kind of talked about it on Sunday, but, you know, you look at like unity within a team, within a sports team, um, that's something that's really unique when you kind of see everyone operating together. Um, but we also looked at unity within like the sense of family, um, and I recognize like I do not come from a perfect family and I know 
maybe I know for a lot of people as well, their biological family, you look at unity within your family, you're just like, no, like it is, it is the opposite um, of unity. Um, I think I just look at that idea of family. There's no such thing as a perfect family, but at the end of the day, when it comes to the church, like there's no such thing as the perfect church. And at the end of the day, the church as like the movement, not just the people within the building, but the, like the whole church, um, is imperfect like it's made of imperfect people um and i think one of the things that we need to learn how to continually do better is fight for unity um and not just because it's a nice idea or it's a nice concept but because when we fight for unity i just so believe that it's not only the church that gets better um but we actually have an opportunity to point more people to Jesus. And this was Jesus's prayer. Again, I, I just thought this was unreal kind of when I stumbled across it, that the moments before Jesus actually left earth and went, you know, yet yeah, just left earth. Like he, he prayed for the generations to come for all who, who, who would believe in him uh, to come to know him um, through how followers of Jesus actually fought for unity um, that this would actually point back to how people would perceive him, experience him and see him. And I just find it crazy that this is something that Jesus prayed for. Like he prayed for you and he prayed for me in this. Um, so what does unity look like? Like I think unity within the church and you said it like, like that idea of like, you're unique. Like there's nobody else like you. It's all hundred percent true. And we can't just take it at token value. Cause whilst it sounds like something that is awesome to share with like primary school students or when you're really young, like you're unique, you're your own person. Like it's so true for us in every day of our life. Like, the strengths that you have have the opportunity to pull other people up, but the weaknesses you have too are another opportunity to connect with the people around you. And ultimately we get better. We get sharpened. The more we come alongside of people and have an opportunity to learn from them. Um, and unity within the church, like unity is setting aside our differences to make a difference. Unity is finding common ground for the common good. Like unity is the realization that we are better together, that life is better together. And I think where we slip in this as the church where people have bad experiences of this is when we live a life, the church lives a life in, in uniform as literally going like, no, this is the one way of doing it. Like, this is how you have to do it, which I totally understand that there are some really clear things that Jesus says. And we read about it across the Bible where he's like, no, like this is like, I'm the way, the truth and the life. Like it all points back to Jesus. But when it comes to the church, literally creating barriers for people to actually coming to know Jesus because they're so, because become we become so strict on being a uniform um, that ultimately that can actually push people away. Um, so we shouldn't be fighting for uniformity. Mm. We have to be fighting for unity because at the end of the day, the perspective of someone who's coming to learn more about Jesus and wrestle with these questions and coming to know him for the first time is such an incredible thing for me to learn as someone who's kind of lived this life of growing up in the church, like when that person comes into conversation with people around me and when I have conversations like with people who are in that space, it is such a joy for me because it just pulls my head into the perspective of, wow, like I'm, I'm learning so much from what this person is wrestling with, but also learning so much from how they're actually going about connecting with God too. Um, so fight for unity. Like it's an important thing that we have to fight for as the church. Yeah, no, that's, that's um, really well put. And I want to move on because like, I, I want to talk about serving within the church. And I guess this is an opportunity 
this is not an opportunity, sorry, for us to be like, yep, Beyond Church has three vacancies and children's ministry and youth ministry. Like we're not talking about like, great, I'm glad you connect with God in the outdoors, fantastic. Uh, what we need right now is you to do this. Um, but I'm, we're talking more broadly of how we serve, not just within Beyond, but the church, like this body of Christ, which we talked about. And so mm-hmm. I guess like, Riley, how do we connect that style that we, you know, we, we got this style or this way that we connect with God and then how do we use that to not only serve within a local church, but also just serve the church, which um, for some might be quite a, you know, strange kind of, um, you know, language to use. But I guess, you know, beyond church, we're a local church, but the church, um, this yeah. capital C church is the church, all of the church, the body of Christ. So how, how can we best serve within that um, because yeah, I've got uh, yeah, I'm just curious, really, to be honest, about this. Yeah. One. Oh, and listen, I know we we kind of pointed to the resource of the website as well, like slash style on the end of the beyondchurch.com.au um, webpage, and you can do your spiritual pathways assessment. There's a style companion guide on there too to highlight some of the strengths um, of the different styles of the different spiritual pathways. Um, and listen, when it comes to serving, like I think acknowledging for those of us who kind of go like no i've got no like skills i've got no gifts like no that's a lie like you got things to bring to the table and things that other people can learn from whether that is skills whether it is strengths or whether it's actually your experiences which actually think like life experiences which shape those other two things too so so you know like you got strengths and you got something you got a part to play and this and people will be better off um when you play your part and when you when you share about your story and when you share about your experiences too. Um, so I'd say that first and foremost, but even moving away just from the style companion guide and those ways you can connect, you know, with your spiritual, connect your spiritual pathways or you can connect to your spiritual pathways and share your experience of connecting with God with other people. Um, yeah. I, I think I would just say, look, like one of the biggest kind of turning points for me one of the things i just acknowledged that was um really life-giving to me was uh, has been the moments in my life where people have kind of spoken to strengths that maybe i did see within myself but i, I didn't want to say it because you can just sound really arrogant um or maybe the strengths that you're like oh no like and i'm going to put my hand up and say like sometimes i am really arrogant and really prideful and have a big ego like i'll put my hand up and say that right now and there's things that i'm like oh no that is a strength um but then other people are kind of coming to me and calling out like, Hey, there's actually another strength, not even, not even that strength, but there's something underneath that that's actually really special too. And you actually have that as a gift to offer people. So I think one of the greatest blessings um, I've experienced for myself is when it's not, and it hasn't always come when I've asked other people a question, but it's like, Oh, kind of like, what's your experience like of me? Like, what do you actually see as strengths within me? Or what do you see that I have to offer? And I know that's such a bizarre question, to ask people around us. But if you have someone close in your life that you can't, you can ask that question too, whether it be a mate, a spouse, like a partner, your mom, your dad, a parent, or someone who's not a biological parent that, you know, you can just call that out and you that's a real gift. And I think when we hear that from other people, or at least for me, when I heard that, um, heard that from someone for the first time, that's when I really captured like, Hey, like I actually do have something to offer here. And there is a way for me to serve. Um, within my church community yes and there's lots of different ways that we can do that lock but serve actually the church and serve other people and point people to jesus and show them how you know how great living life with him is um by actually just being who i am 
um, and leveraging the strength, but also growing in the strength and growing in the weaknesses as well. So if you've got someone like that, that you can kind of go to and say like, Hey, how do you see that within me? Or like, what do you think I have to offer that maybe not everyone else in the room has to offer? Um, you've got that by the way, like you've got your own style, but you've got that. I think that's a real gift to, to receive from somebody else, but that's also a question that when you can take that to someone, um, I think it's a real game changer. Yeah. And not that's just awesome. you, but for other people. No, that's so good. And uh, keep an eye out on Instagram this week. I think there's some more kind of um, resources that I know I saw some last week. And when Instagram's back, obviously uh, it couldn't handle the just amount of engagement we had with those, uh, with those, you know, star guides. Um, yeah, Instagram yeah. decided to take a break and shut down just to just to recoup from Beyond Church's presence. <laughs> um, but you know, we'll keep an eye out because there's some. I think as you shared, you know, on, on Sunday now. Particularly our in-person experiences, mm. uh, there was just a great, a great like a resource as to just how we can actually use who we are to serve yeah. in just a really meaningful, impactful way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. awesome, Riley. To to finish this series, um, to wrap it up, this awesome four-part series called "You've Got Style." Um, we want to talk directly to the Four Monday because we are a very application-based podcast here. Mm. You've uh, invited us to be a student and not a critic and kind of given us a prompt to take someone out for lunch and to just be open, um, you know, open to what they've got to say, be intentional about the questions that we ask them mm. and, and um, just be wanting to kind of, you know, like that, that imagery of sitting at their feet and just learning, just soaking it all up. So how can you um, inspire us to, to be a student and not a critic this week and potentially take that leap of faith and just ask someone out and, um, no, not not on a date, but just ask someone out for a. Well, if you game, like listen, if, you if, you're, <laughs> well, if you're someone in the market and you need an excuse to, just tell them. Oh, listen, I'm just doing the four Monday. Hey, my, my church told me I need to just learn from someone yeah. this week. They what do this application thing, and I just uh, <laughs> out on a date. Go for it. Let us know how it goes. Um, yeah, lunch and learn. Listen, there's nothing wrong with going out for lunch with someone. So I thought that was a good enough excuse, maybe if you needed one, just to go out and grab a coffee or a little avo on toast. Really, it reminds me of um, a little primary school thing. What is it called? Snack. It's like you know when you get to take fruit into like third period. <laughs> yeah. a little brain break. Like yeah, little, little snackies, little brain break snackies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do, <laughs> do that if you're in high school. And you're like, I'm take that into. No, like I um again, if we're fighting for unity, it's going to be really hard to fight for unity if we're so set in our own ways of how everything should happen. Um, we don't have any kind of wise perspective of from other people as well. And it was only like you know a couple of BTM podcasts back where we were talking about what it looks like um, to you know kind of have that wise counsel in your your own life or paying attention to the voices in your life as well. Uh, when we're looking at how not to be or how to not be your own worst enemy. Um, so when it comes to lunch and learn, like be a student, yeah, 100% at, at the feet of people in your life who maybe have experience, like some of that life experience and maybe some of it you disagree with. Hold on to that thought for a minute because maybe some of it you disagree with. Maybe some of it is actually just really good wisdom that you're just like, yep, I need to hear that. I need to be called out on that. Be a student in that space. But again, some of it you might disagree with, right? If we go back to that there's where like the learning and the growing happens because all of a sudden in your brain, and this was the challenge of this week. And this is what I know I need to get better at um, in such a, in such a big way as well. And it's something that I've been learning too is like not to switch into that critic mode of, of shutting off just because I disagree with someone 
like doesn't mean there's not something that I can learn from this conversation or learn from this experience. Um, so it's this idea of when we take on the student posture, we really are having to suspend our own judgments. Um, and it's not throwing all your own values and opinions and who you are out the window. It really is just coming to sit across the table for some, from someone else and having an opportunity to learn more about who they are, learn more about their experiences in this sense, maybe an opportunity to learn more about how they connect with other people, connect with the world or connect with God. Maybe for you this week, it actually looks like sitting across from the table of someone who you know in your life is a follower of Jesus, even though you're not. Maybe for you, it's, it's vice versa, right? Maybe for you, it's actually sitting across the table from someone. But for yourself, you're a follower of Jesus and you're talking to someone who has a, a different worldview, a different perspective or has a different kind of way of navigating life as a series of questions. There's still learning that can take place in that space. Cause I just think when we come with the posture of being a student and not a critic, when we're able to put that aside, when we create the space to actually listen um, and value what other people have said. And sometimes that means awkward silences. Sometimes it means just sitting in silence when somebody else is just talking at you. Again, I still think there's learning to take place in that, in that space. And I think when we sit as a student and when we also have the interest of learning about God within our heart too, like I think that's just where God, yeah, and and Holy Spirit um, does His great work in in teaching us a lot about ourselves, the good, but also the ugly as well, um, and also teaches us so much about other people as well. Yeah. And I just think that's too good of a life. I don't want to live a life where I'm not learning from other people, even if they have different perspectives and worldviews from me, even because of what they post on social media and everything like that. Like whilst I don't want to be consumed by certain things that come up on social media, there's still things around like, I would really be interested to see what it's like sitting in a room with that person and going back and forward with them. Not in a way where it's like, Oh, like this is what I think this is what just like sitting and just learning and knowing I have an opportunity to learn more about myself in the process. So yeah, again, that whole posture has been something that has been a grind. Um, but I am even in the times I'm like, Oh, I don't even know like what this could look like or what this conversation could look like i know that it's it's something that has been a great reward and a being growing uh, thing for me as well uh, when i've come out of those conversations in the past so i'm keen to keep doing that journey and i'd be keen to hear how you go yeah definitely well like i mean it's this is a bit of an inside scoop for, for btm listeners but like someone that i know that i have a lot of you know, robust conversations with that I don't necessarily agree with and they don't necessarily agree with me. And he'll love this. It's it's Chris, the uh, other member of this um, podcast. It's great because I think that we, we sit down and like we often say like, oh, you probably won't agree with this, but this is what I think. And there's no love loss there at all. And we can like, it's just, it's actually a learning experience to just go like, how do you, how do you just tackle some issues and just mm. be upfront and learn and be a student? Um, it doesn't work too well when you are a critic, like your, your mind's already, you've already yeah. made up your mind you go in and I've just learned like, particularly with someone like Chris, who uh, Chris can have a good conversation um, and, and to learn from that and to then, yeah, to, to, to embrace that, embrace the difference and not have to be, if we, we know we're not going to see everything in the same way. Um, but it's actually such a gift. Like, even though, you know, when you know you've listened and you've heard and you've understood, but you still mm. don't agree or, you know, it's, it's not mm. necessarily about full agreeance, but yep. um, that whole idea of the unity is just so important in that. So yeah, there you yeah. go. Inside Scoop, Chris and I um, having some good, robust conversations. It's, it's worthwhile. Oh, and I'm sure, yeah, it's even in that look, like that's part of family too, right? Like we can think about that, even what you're saying in the space of like 
workplace when you're doing group assignments at uni like yeah like when you're in a sports team you see people yeah there's disagreements at times i think the learning journey too is knowing when both people are coming from a place of just having a humble heart and just sitting in that spot of humility as well when egos pushed aside suspending judgments like again you're bang on that's a yeah it's a beautiful illustration i think of exactly what being a student looks like so yeah Oh, awesome. Love Thanks so much, Riley, for, for wrapping up this series so, so well. Um, yeah, what an what a awesome journey. I think I love a series that really takes us from one point, clear start point, clear end point. I think there's a lot to, um, to, to gain from this kind of series, mm-hmm. whether you're trying out a new style of prayer, Bible reading, whether you have realized there's a permission to go outside and connect with God or to join an activist group or whatever it is that, that, like, um, that you've felt you haven't had permission for. I really hope this has been a really life-giving kind of experience for you. So thank you, Riley. Thank you for all the hard work you put into this series. Thanks, Perco. Thanks, CP. Um, we, yeah, we really appreciate that. And we hope that everyone who's tuned in, even if it's just for a podcast or two or a beyond at home, uh, has really got something out of this. So thank you, Riley. And we'll see you back for a new series next week. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Thank you, Locke, for all your hard work too. It's been a fun one. Fun what a fun one. Cool, mate. We'll see you soon. Thanks, mate. Thank you.